This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. 2017 is going to be a volatile economic year. We may see politicians throughout the world attempting to control central bank policies. Several renowned financial analysts have warned that political interference in central bank policies may mean our economic misses of inflation and growth targets. Gold is an international currency that can't be issued or controlled by governments. If you don't have the only hard currency that has outlasted every politician and every failed idea of governments for centuries, you need to speak to Goldline right now and learn how easy it is to add gold to your portfolio or IRA. Now is the time to diversify your financial portfolio by adding gold. Call 1-800-913-GOLD. Buying real gold is easy and fast at Goldline. And you're going to be happy that you finally made the call. 1-800-913-4653. Goldline also offers price protection against short-term market fluctuations on qualifying purchases. So buy with confidence. Read Goldline's important risk information and find out if buying gold is right for you. Call Goldline. 1-800-913-4653. This is Pure Opelka with Michael Pelka. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. I hope I didn't say anything dumb. <laughs> my my headphones weren't quite connected. And God only knows what the microphone was picking up as we were walking into this this. Friday. Oh, you know what? It's it's a it's a weekend launch. That's right. I've been a little bit distracted for the last 15 minutes. I was watching President Clinton. I mean, not President Clinton. Delivering the commencement address at Wellesley College in Massachusetts. Hello, friends. Hello, my friends. Mike Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network as we launch into a Memorial Day weekend. Man, oh, Manischewitz, do I have a load of things to talk about with you. And uh, an hour from right now, get a hold of your friends an hour from right now, please. I, I want you to uh, join me at least at the top of the next hour and, and hang out for that because we're going to talk to Carl Ruiz. He's also known as the Mad Cuban. He's a celebrity chef. He is one of the most entertaining people I know. And he's also what an incredible artist in the kitchen. Carl wants to talk about barbecue. He talked briefly with us last Saturday about it from the big Memphis Super Bowl of barbecues. And we're going to talk food. I told him the story about the ladies in Portland who had their uh, burrito truck basically shut down because of cultural appropriation, and he's not happy about it. He wants to talk about that. Also today, Nancy Pelosi has some words to say to President Trump, and they seem to be deaf to President Obama's uh, actions. Donald Trump said some things about North Korea. The Kushner story is big. The head of the Department of Homeland Security said something really interesting. John Kelly on the, on Fox and Friends this morning. Donnie Deutsch, one of Donald Trump's. Oh, it's going to be busy. Chris Matthews, Maxine Waters. I have two pounds of show in a one-pound bag today. I don't know if we're going to be able to get two at all. We will try. Somebody tell South Sato to come in about 3.30, maybe 4 o'clock. We just have a whole lot of show today, and then there'll be stuff left over for tomorrow morning. As, as I mentioned earlier, before we were starting the show, Hillary Clinton 
the person who still kind of believes in her head that that she was um, that she won the election. Hillary Clinton is speaking at Wellesley College in Massachusetts, a place she delivered the student graduation address in 1969 as she graduated that year. And she's returned. I'm sure this deal was struck before the election. And she said, you know, it'd be great to come back and celebrate my alma mater and deliver the graduation commencement address. So she came out and Remember, remember the campaign, the last few weeks of the campaign, the last, say, two months of the campaign, when we were very worried whether or not Hillary Clinton was healthy enough to make it all the way to the finish line. Remember the discussions about her health, the reflections on her health, the things that started after September 11th, when she crashed and burned at the memorial and had to be toted out of the memorial like a sack of potatoes and tossed in the back of the van and then driven uh, at at breakneck speeds to Chelsea's uh, apartment in Midtown where she was given fluids and then spirited away to back to uh, the, the suburbs to Chappaqua. Remember all that? And then remember the the ongoing controversy about her health in terms of the nagging cough. And we all wondered, what the heck is with the cough? What's with the cough? Well, she started the speech today, and she was about two minutes into it, and I'm going to tag this along so maybe we can can hear this together. This was Hillary Clinton to the grads at, at Wellesley just minutes ago. Congratulations to the class of 2017. Yeah, she's saying hello and congratulations to you kids. Gonna tell a little story here. Well, I, I have some of my dear friends here from my class, a green class of 1969. And I assume, or at least you can tell me later, unlike us, you actually have a class cheer. It's get kind of a joke here because nobody has a class cheer. So she's got her writers putting this together. 1969 Wellesley. <laughs> Yet another year with no class cheer. Oh, darn. But it is such an honor to join with the college and all who have come to celebrate this day with you and to recognize the amazing futures that await you. Okay, it's kind of a standard commencement speech, right? We're just like two minutes into this speech. And you figure she's ready to go. She's got teleprompters set up. This isn't just off the cuff. She's not reading it. She's delivering a teleprompter speech that's been written out and set up. And then something happens. You know, (coughs) four years ago. The minute that happened, I went, "Uh uh-oh. Uh-oh, she's got, she's got the cough. She couldn't have the cough, could she? It could just be a moment of dry throat as she came up on the, on the podium. Wait a minute, there's more. Maybe a little more or less <coughs> for some of you. So, man, I've got to get a lozenge. <coughs> there are people running in with water. There are people offering to help her unwrap 
the lozenge. And of course, this is, you know, the greatest thing that ever happens. She buys some time by hugging the woman who brought the water and coughing and trying to slug down some water up on the podium there. Thank you. I told the trustees I was sitting with after hearing Tala's speech. I didn't think I could get through it. <clears throat> so we'll blame allergy instead of emotion. <clears throat> but, you know, you So she pops a lozenge in, lozenge in her mouth, and here's the reaction. Arrived at this campus. <clears throat> I swear this woman could break wind, and this audience would applaud. Uh, it, it's just, it's amazing. She went on to to draw some parallels to the world that we were in in 1969 and going forward into the Nixon era and to this, this president and to Trump, which I thought was kind of fascinating because wasn't Hillary Clinton a young lawyer who was part of the Watergate investigation and at the time... Wasn't she thrown off of the Watergate investigation? Wasn't she asked to leave the Watergate investigation? I think that's correct. I think Hillary Clinton was one of the one of the young lawyers booted, fired from the Watergate investigation. Correct me if I'm wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong. This this has been out there for a while. I I need to make sure the Cato Institute claims she was not fired, but there are there are people who are passing it out there. So if, if that's not true, then I stand corrected. But she went on to use Watergate to slam this president. And now she's talking about uh, a full-fledged assault on the truth. Well, this lady wouldn't know the truth if it came up and gut-punched her. This lady wouldn't know the truth if it grabbed her by the collar and body slammed her like a reporter was treated in, in Bozeman, Montana, two nights ago. She just doesn't understand it. And yet this is safe territory from her. I just wonder what she's thinking, that this should have been, this should have had the presidential seal in front of the podium instead of the Wellesley College seal, because they would have put that up there. Just amazing, isn't it? Amazing. And so we're covering Hillary Clinton and giving her a, a, a full screenshot and carriage of her commencement address to her alma mater. Meanwhile, the president's overseas trying to do big business for America, trying to straighten out a few things as the world is on fire. We will get to that. But I wanted to share that with you. Hillary Clinton giving her, her alma mater's commencement address today as she stands in the same place she stood back in 1969 when she was a student and deliv delivered the student address at commencement. She really had planned on this becoming, coming here as president. Didn't happen. As I said, uh, a full plate today. A full plate today. I have uh, new, new contradictory statements from Barack Obama. We have new contradictory statements from Nancy Pelosi. We have sort of uh, progressive outrage from people like Donnie Deutsch. 
The guy who's worth several, several tens of millions of dollars, but seems to have a problem with people with money. Uh, and Chris Matthews. More stupidity from Chris Matthews. And just maybe, just maybe from stu- some stupidity from uh, Maxine Waters. It's all to make your, your Memorial Day weekend kick off with a smile. And yeah, there's a, there's a new update out of, out of England on the bomber. The Manchester Bomber, a big update out of that. And we'll get to that just around the corner next on Pure Opelka. You're listening to Pure Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network. Are you worried about your mom or dad living alone in their house? Hi, I'm Joan London. Listen, I know how difficult it is to find senior care for someone you love. That's why I recommend a free service called A Place for Mom. They are the nation's largest senior living referral service. Call A Place for Mom today. To receive free information on senior living communities in your area, call A Place for Mom at 1-800-803-6951. You're listening to Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka on the Blaze well, Radio Network. Oh, jumping the gun. Welcome back to Pure Opelka. I must be in a big damn hurry to get out to the weekend. But we, you know what? We're here tomorrow morning, too. Six o'clock tomorrow morning, Eastern. We will be here with Pure Opelka to make sure you get a fresh radio Saturday. Now, I can't speak for Jeff Fisher, who might have recorded a show and is phoning it in. Or I can't speak for Lawrence Jones, who might have recorded a show and is phoning it in. I can't even speak for, for uh, Mr. Slater, who might be recording a show and phoning it in. But I will be here live tomorrow morning because anything could happen tonight. Anything. And so if it does, I, I want to be here for you. In the words of John Bon Jovi, I'll be there for you. I know, it's getting a little sappy in here. By the way, if you want to join the conversation, uh, 888-900-3393-888-900-3393. Um, Frank's on the phone from Pennsylvania. Frank, how are you, sir? Happy Friday. I'm good, Mike. You're a real trooper coming in on Saturday for us. Well, you um, know, I I believe in this show (laughs) and I believe this audience, uh, some of you are working. And so why, why do we, why do we give you a a tape show? No, I want you to be here live with me. I'll, I'll do my best. Tomorrow is my day off. Uh, So you're sleeping. Just tell me you're sleeping. Hmm? Sorry. I I might be still sleeping then. Uh, I'll try and get up anyway. uh, You're in answer to your question about Hillary. She was thrown off because there was a single piece of um, uh, evidence that there was only one copy of a legal document that the defense was going to present, and she knew how to get her hands on it and wanted to make it disappear, which is a pattern which followed her through, all throughout her and the, the Clintons' lives uh, as far as the, uh, her uh, legal records with the, the Rose Law Firm. Those disappeared and were found on her nightstand in the White House after they had moved back out. Like, in your face here, look what I left you. Uh, and whatever uh, their uh, attorney friend had snuck out of the 
Library of Congress in his socks. I mean, this is just this is a pattern with them. So yeah, you know, it started. That's a that, started young. that's a that's a great point. Thank you for reminding me. There are people that debate this back and forth on the internet, but now you're absolutely right. I remember that there was um, uh, the the group of lawyers that were there, and I think there was a guy named Zeifman who was involved with throwing her off the House Judiciary Committee that was looking into that, Chief Counsel Jerry Zeifman. I think I remember that. But, yeah, you know what? It sounds correct. That is a fantastic point that, yes, if she she were the person who, back in 73, were booted from some of the impeachment investigation work and research work because she was caught messing with the document— And then you had the, as you said, the Rose Law Firm, and you have the computer records, the hard drive. It all her life. Hide the evidence. Hide the evidence. Hide the evidence. That's her pattern. Wow, boy, if that doesn't tell a tale, that's fantastic. Thank. I told you guys, this is the smartest audience in radio. The people who just pay attention and keep it filed in the back of their heads. But yeah, I'm going to pull up uh, some more clips from this speech. But I need. I need a little downtime to get it because she did go after the president a little shout, bit. Did anyone shout out Ricola? No, I wish they would have. But this <laughs> this cough, this cough just won't go away. Now there there is a possibility that I understand the explanation that I know what caused it. That I I believe. See, you've heard me talk to Dr. Jorge about high fructose corn syrup. Yes. Maybe you have, maybe you have. I'm thank you for playing along. But there there's a there's an ingredient in in most of the high manufactured products, highly manufactured products, that's a sweetener called high fructose corn syrup. It's a horrible creation. It's a Franken sweetener that we've created and it's very, very cheap. It was created decades ago and I think it's wreaking havoc on America's health. It's, it does bad things to our systems, but when I take it, my body reacts by giving me a cough. And it's, it's almost along the lines of the cough she had, but it goes away pretty quickly. Since I have cut high fructose corn syrup out of my diet, guess what's happened to the cough? Poof, it's gone. And they had, I'm, There was speculation during the, uh, during the election that some of her cough was related to recovery from that mini stroke or whatever she had back before well, I kind of thought maybe it, I still I think that that mini stroke story was related yeah. to some face work she I probably want, had I don't want to I don't want to testify <laughs> well here here's my take on it I I I thought it might have been related to the some face work she had that mini stroke but in terms of the cough I suspected that it was high fructose corn syrup related because if it happens to me, why couldn't it happen to somebody else? And I happen to know and have a, a sort of a casual friendship with somebody who is in her inside circle. I know one of the people in her inner circle and I wrote an email directly to this person and she never responded. But I know she got it because other emails that I sent her to this insider on Hillary's team ended up on the WikiLeaks spill. I ended up in the WikiLeaks spill because I reached (laughs) out to this woman and she kind of made fun of me to uh, 
to Podesta and all the other guys. So I tried to actually tell her, look, it could be that she her cough is not medical, but it's a reaction to this toxic substance called high fructose corn syrup. But these people were too egomaniacal to ever even respond and too ungracious ever to say thank you for thinking of us. It was it, that's me. You know, I, I don't well, want her to be president, but I didn't want her to be, uh, you know, unhealthy. Some, some of the doctors that were uh, caught uh, accompanying her had been identified oh. as neurological specialists, people who had dealt well, with stroke. Yeah, that's true. I, I heard that rumor, too, about the glasses. Your phone's cracking up on me and I'm coming up on the on the giant wall before the bottom of the hour news. Uh, if I can get if I can get a quick clip from Hillary, I'll play it for you just around the corner. But I do have to get to Barack Obama's ironic and uh, contradictory statements from from Europe yesterday. Plus, oh, there's fun, fun, fun with Chris Matthews. We'll share it with you just around the corner on Pure Opelka. Come on back, please. You're listening to Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network. Radio Network. Three o'clock today, Eastern Time. You know, when uh, the Liberty Loving Latinos sachets in here. Do not be in front of the door. Do not be in front of the door here because I am blasting out of here and I'm headed to the golfers. I'm going to be on the golf course and I'm walking the course. I plan on knocking out 18 holes, walking, not riding the cart. Why? Because relief factor. I will tell you this, uh, last year, last summer, I'd kind of given up walking the golf course and was relying on the carts because my knees were killing me, my hips were killing me, my back was killing me. But 10 weeks ago, 10 weeks and two days ago, I started taking Relief Factor. It's an all-natural anti-inflammatory. You've heard me talk about it. If you haven't, if you haven't tried the three-week quick start pack, I wonder what you're waiting for. Seriously. I started it uh, 10 weeks, 11 weeks, two days ago, and in eight days, I started feeling better. I can walk more now. I can crawl around the garden more. There's no pain. And guess what? I'm also not taking any pain relief medication, not over-the-counter, not prescription, nothing. The only thing I take every day is all-natural anti-inflammatory relief factor. Three packets, breakfast, lunch, and dinner for me. They've already got them all set up. You just take them, have your breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and then get on with it. Why haven't you tried it? 800-500-8384. That's the number. Call them, talk to them. 800-500-8384. Or go right now to relieffactor.com. Get the three-week quick start pack. Get your life back. Get active again. It's called Relief Factor. And it worked for me. 
Okay, so much going on today. I, I was talking about Hillary Clinton and how she threw some shade on, on Donald Trump by bringing up Richard Nixon's impeachment. Well, guess what? Nixon wasn't impeached. Once again, fake news from Hillary Clinton. This is a part of the speech from just about 30 minutes ago. And by the way, we were furious about the past presidential election <laughs> of a man whose presidency would eventually end in disgrace with his impeachment for obstruction of justice. Richard Nixon was not impeached. There are only two presidents to be impeached. One of them has your last name, madam. Let's not, let's not create fake news or alternative facts, she continues. the person running the investigation into him at the Department of Justice. Okay, she's right on that. Nixon fired Archibald Cox, who was the, uh, the guy heading up the investigation into Watergate. But here's what I want you to know. We got through that tumultuous time. And once again, we began to thrive as our society changed laws and open the circle of opportunity and rights wider and wider for more Americans. First of all, Watergate, Nixon, had nothing to do with rights. So nice way to try and change course there. Nice way. Nice try. Didn't work. But once again, fake news, alternative facts. And she seemed to have a problem with alternative facts, at least when she talked about Kellyanne Conway and alternative facts. Some are even denying things we see with our own eyes, like the size of crowds. <laughs> and then defending themselves by talking about, quote unquote, alternative facts says the woman who just misstated the reality around the non-impeachment of Richard Nixon. Now, Nixon might have been impeached if he hung around. Nixon might have been the guy who would have been the second president to be impeached if he decided to stand and fight, but he didn't. He got the heck out of Dodge. So Hillary Clinton's husband was the second guy to be impeached. But she, she has alternative facts in her, in her crosshairs. And she's going to try and tell these, these Wellesley grads who are totally blind to reality and the truth, totally blind, that, that uh, it was Nixon who was impeached. He was not. And nobody's pointing that out on mainstream media. Nobody, they're all fawning over it on CNN, and I'm sure MSNBC is even worse, but nobody's pointing out the fact that that did not happen. Anyway. 
I'll, I'll see if there's anything else from that speech. I want to spare you having to watch the entire speech, but I think it's important, you know, that she's got the cough back and uh, she's out there spreading more alternative facts of her own. And there's, there's so much more. But I said uh, that President Obama was, uh, was out there uh, also creating some alternative facts, if you will. Some, some untruths of his own. And yesterday the word was mendacity, some mendacious behavior. The president yesterday when he was trying to take the spotlight away from Donald Trump in the shameful display, the president was talking about something that he knows a lot about. Something that he knows an absolute ton about because he was the beneficiary of it. And uh, he talked about money and politics. And when trust in our institutions is low, we should reduce the corrosive influence of money in our politics. We should insist on the principles of transparency and ethics in public service. So here's the guy who was voted by the press, voted by the press. Even the New York Times called him the least transparent administration in, the, in, in recent memory, probably in the last hundred years. The guy who got all that money for Obama for America, which then morphed into organizing for America, which is now running rampant, just meddling, yes, meddling in campaigns anywhere it can. Barack Obama is the ultimate do as I say and not as I do guy. Here's a former president who's hollering about how we have to get rid of money in politics. Now, look, I'm a guy who says, yes, let's get all the money out of politics. But that's going to take a long time. But you can't stand up there, Mr. P Mr. Former President. Oh, that makes me smile so much to say former President Obama. Former. It feels so good. You can't stand up there and talk about transparency when you, were, you weren't transparent. You were opaque. You weren't even translucent. You can't talk about money in politics when you were the guy taking more money than just about anybody else raking it in from Wall Street and then telling those bankers, those Wall Streeters, at some point you've made enough money. You are a hypocrite, sir. And what you're saying is, is only to secure your, your standing in that European socialist audience who thinks you were Saint Obama. It, it really gripes me that this guy is out there preaching about getting the money out of politics as he's probably flew privately on a jet paid for by Organizing for America. Just wonder. I, I'd love to see the accounting on that. I, this guy has as many shady connections as the Clinton Foundation does. And now that the Clinton Global Foundation has had to close down, why? Well, the access that they promised all those people who gave all those hundreds of millions of dollars to, to Hillary and Bill's air quotes charity. Now that the access is gone, now that the influence is dried up, there's no need for the Clinton Global Initiative. So Obama has stepped in. I'm surprised he's not changing it to organizing for the world. Just to, I just want you to understand that. Let's listen to that again. This is from the guy 
that the New York Times said was the least transparent administration that they had seen in forever. And the guy who raked in hundreds of millions of dollars to get elected twice as president and then only to demonize both the lack of transparency and the gigantic amount of money in politics. When trust in our institutions is low, we should reduce the corrosive influence of money in our politics. We should insist on the principles of transparency and ethics in public service. And You are the problem, sir. You might even be patient zero in the disease of money and politics. Patient zero, the guy that started it. You can't sit there and yell that, that there's a problem when you've benefited from it for the last 10 years of your life. Michael Pelka on Pure Opelka. We'll be right back. Pure Opelka with Michael Pelka on the Blaze Radio Network. Opelka with Mike Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network. It always makes me kind of scratch my head and say, what? When I watch what the mainstream media does with the news of the day, and they, they have options to cover stories. For example, the Obama statement that he made yesterday, and Obama trying to grab the spotlight from Trump as Trump was overseas, both the uh, both kind of shown up in, in the same region on two separate days, two, two days when the president was getting great attention. I just think they could have pointed that out because it's just so rude. And, and then today, uh, yesterday, uh, the, the last 36 hours, the story of a Republican congressional hopeful who 12 hours before the polls opened lost his, his mind temporarily and body slammed a reporter and he now faces an assault charge, but he ended up winning the election in Montana. And uh, they have spent endless hours talking about Gianforte's election win and what it means. What does it really mean? How does it translate? And trying to tie it to Trump, etc. We played a Pelosi clip for you yesterday. Well, she's still talking about it. She's still she's still trying to drag Donald Trump into that fight as if Trump was the guy who actually uh, pulled the reporter to the ground and then held him while Gianforte punched him. She's she's still out there talking about it in case you missed any of it. Here's here's a little snippet of uh, Nancy Pelosi. Uh, calling the uh, House GOP candidate a wannabe Trump. To see this person who wants to be the one representative into the House of Representatives from Montana be sort of a wannabe Trump, you know, use language like that, treat people harshly like that. That's his model. Donald Trump's his model. And we've really got to say, come on, behave, behave. That was outrageous. I wonder if she took the same tone 
with uh, with the the protesters. With the protesters, uh, just a couple of weeks ago, we had the protesters out in California, and you saw folks taking bicycle locks and smashing them into the heads of people, innocent people. There's one guy who was praying in Nancy Pelosi's, uh, some of her voters out there, clocked a guy, an older gentleman, in the head. Well, Greg Gianforte apologized. He apologized for what happened. He also named Nancy Pelosi when he was uh, getting the news of his victory. (laughs) Montana said Bernie Sanders and Nancy Pelosi can't call the shots here in Montana. Maybe that's why Nancy Pelosi is taking shots at Greg Gianfonte. Maybe why. Or Forte. Greg Gianforte. Sorry, Fonte. Uh, maybe that's why. Now, he, he did offer an uh, apology. He named the reporter. And I'm sure there'll be something happen in court later in, uh, I think it's June, he has a court date. And some of the Democrats and some of the people who are trying to convince the GOP not to seat the winner of an election. I wonder if they realize, are you going to go through every election winner and see if they have any kind of criminal record and suddenly start creating a threshold, which that person has to get over before they'll be allowed to serve at the will of the people. We're talking about a misdemeanor. Yeah, it was awful. Yeah, it's not how I would have reacted, and I doubt it's how any of you in this audience would have reacted. But uh, there it is. We're going to come back after the break and talk barbecue. Uh, the, the Mad Cuban is joining us today. My buddy Carl Ruiz. I, I, I need some help. I'm, I'm not above saying I need professional help, and I'm talking about barbecue help. That's one area. So uh, if, if you have thoughts... Join the conversation, 888-900-3393, We're talking barbecue with the Mad Cuban next on Pure Opelka. Pure Opelka with Michael Pelka on the Blaze Radio Network.